O God, you cradle us at the beginning of life and embrace us at our journey's end. For you love us as your own. Bind our families together and deepen our faith that like the holy family of Nazareth, we may grow in wisdom, obedient to your word. We ask this through Jesus Christ, your word made flesh, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Sirach. The Lord honors a father above his children, and he confirms a mother's rights over her sons. Whoever honors their father atones for sins and gains preservation from them. When they pray, they will be heard. Whoever respects their mother is like one who lays up treasure. The person who honors their father will have joy in their own children. And when they pray, they will be heard. Whoever respects their father will have a long life. And whoever honors their mother obeys the Lord. My child, help your father in his old age, and do not grieve him as long as he lives. Even if his mind fails, be patient with him, because you have all your faculties. Do not despise him all the days of his life, for kindness to your father will not be forgotten and will be credited to you against your sins, a house raised in justice for you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ roll in your hearts to which indeed you are called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and with gratitude in your hearts. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. Give thanks to God the Father through him. The word of the Lord. Thanks, thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And, and with, your, with spirit. your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory, Glory to you, Lord. Every year, the parents of Jesus went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. 
When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Assuming he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went with them down to, and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and years and in favor with God and human beings. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning and Merry Christmas. Good morning and Merry Christmas to you. Today we continue our Christmas season with the celebration of the Feast of the Holy Family. The readings for today give us a look at families and the family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. The first reading from Sirach speaks of the holiness of family relationships. The second reading from Colossians tells how families must live in love and unity. And in our gospel, we read that Jesus was obedient to Mary and Joseph. On this Sunday, the Feast of the Holy Family, we honor the family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, and in honoring their family, we honor our own family as well. In today's gospel, we hear that Joseph and Mary took Jesus to Jerusalem for the Feast of Passover. Jewish law prescribed that adult men must make a pilgrimage to Jerusalem three times a year on the main feast. The Feast of Weeks, Shavuot, the Feast of Booths, Sukkot, and finally the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, Passover. Mary and Joseph, who lived in Nazareth about three days away from Jerusalem, went up there every year for the Feast of Passover. It was during one of these pilgrimages that the event narrated in today's gospel occurred. Jesus is 12 years, almost of age. You see, in Jewish tradition, a boy becomes an adult at 13 years old. When we read in our gospel that Jesus was missing, Many of us may think, how could Joseph and Mary not know Jesus was missing? What kind of parents were they not to know where their child is? But we must consider at the time that pilgrims usually traveled in separate groups. Women, girls, and boys not of age walked in front, with the men and the older boys coming behind them. Jesus was probably found to be missing when the families came together in the evening. With Jesus being 12, Mary may have thought Jesus was with a group of men. 
And Joseph may have thought that Jesus was with Mary and the group of women. So it may not have been too misleading that they saw that Jesus was missing. Growing up in Nazareth, Jesus honored and was obedient to his parents. He remained under their authority through her childhood and his adolescence. And by doing so, he followed the wisdom of Sirach by shining a light on the importance of the family. Last year, I, I preached on the Feast of the Holy Family. At that time, we were all talking about the new pandemic normal we were all living. We shared how we were finding quality family time that we seemed to have lost in the busyness of the pre-pandemic life. I have preached that during this pandemic, we could see it as a wonderful opportunity to spend quality family time together with those you love. We could do things such as praying together, having meals together, playing board games, being patient and forgiving with each other, and whatever else you might do together as a family. I continue, perhaps the silver lining in the pandemic was that it was teaching us to spend that quality family time together. That was last year. How are we doing this year with our family one year later? Sometimes we can get our priorities out of balance. We need to think about how our family life can be improved. The pandemic did teach us that last year, didn't it? We need to ask ourselves, what concrete things can I do to change my part to have a holy family? In an address to the meeting with families on September 22, 2015 in Santiago, Cuba, Pope Francis said, quote, In many cultures today, we have fewer moments in common to stay together, to stay at home as a family. As a result, we don't know how to be patient. We don't know how to ask permission. We don't know how to beg forgiveness. We don't know how to say thank you because our homes are growing empty. Not of people, but empty of relationships, empty of human contact, emptiness of encounters between parents and children, grandparents, grandchildren, and siblings." Unquote. That is why Pope Francis established the Year of the Family, which started last March 21st, to help us strengthen our faith and live God's joy more fruitfully in a family life. During this Christmas season and on this Feast of the Holy Family, let us thank God for the gift of the Christ child. Let us also thank God for our grandparents, our mother and father, our children, our brothers and our sisters, and that the wonderful gift that we have been given, our family. May we see each other as a gift from God. May we be patient and forgiving with each other, and may we have fun with one another all for the goodness of God. Here we are, almost two years later into our pandemic. We are we still living the pandemic family normal that we had last year? 
or has it already been replaced by the old pre-pandemic normal? If it has, then perhaps on this year's Feast of the Holy Family, we can take pause, we can reevaluate where we are in our own family life. Which normal is more family-centered for you? Your pre-pandemic normal or your pandemic normal? Which normal is the one we really want for our family? Pope Francis also said, Jesus began his life within a family, within a home, and it is precisely our homes into which he continues to enter and of which he became a part. He likes to be part of a family, your family. So let us pray to the Holy Family and ask for the graces to live well as a family. I'd like to share something with you for which you might find interesting, at least I hope you do. This past week, Colette and I had a very special guest stay with us. And we had a delightful time with our guests, especially during our prayer time. You see, our, our guest was... Aww. Penny, the prayer bearer. Penny came... Don't worry, Zoomers, I'll bring it back to the camera so you can see him. Penny came to us from our first grade religious education class and their teachers. Karen Doverstein and Laura Neuhauser... Penny is given to each child in their class to take home for a week to be their, their prayer partner along with their family. The child prays each day with Penny and then writes down in a folder for what they prayed. What a great idea. It helps the students learn to pray, to recognize what they are praying for, and then to share their prayer. Some of the children's prayers we read have been quite delightful and so sincere. I think they got the idea of praying. So thank you to all of our catechists who take time to, to teach our children about our faith. Thank you for our first grade class. Are there any first graders here today? Oh, we got one. So thank you also to our first graders for praying your prayers with Penny. And thank you, parents, for praying with your children. You know it does build family. I know Colette loved Penny so much, and she really wanted to kidnap her. <laughs> but I convinced her that we needed to share Penny with the other children who have not had time, have had not Penny to come to their home just yet. So reluctantly, Colette agreed that we must return Penny to Karen and Laura in the first grade class. She knows, you do know Penny, that you can come back to visit us anytime she wants. So please remember, our families are important. Without families, we just won't exist. So what do you think, Penny? You want to go say hello to some of the kids here? Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.